Welcome back to the Immersive English Podcast, episode eight. I have a guest with me today, my friend Tessa. Uh, Tessa and I went to college together or university together in Arizona. Tessa, thanks for taking the time to come on the show. Thanks for inviting me. So you're in an interesting situation because like me, you're from Arizona, but you live in Germany. And where exactly in Germany do you live? I live in Görlitz. Um, it's a small city right on the border with Poland. Hmm, that's interesting. And so how did you end up there? Well, um, before I met you, I was uh, at university and I met a German who was studying abroad in Arizona. And we decided to get married and move here to where he's from. That's cool. And uh, how long have you been living there? I've been living in Görlitz since uh, the end of 2016. Okay, so at the time of this recording, about four years, more or less? Oh, sounds good. <laughs> three and a half. <laughs> yeah, three and a half, four, something like that. Um, were you, like, when you decided to move from Arizona to Germany, were you afraid or nervous at all? Um, this wasn't the first time that I moved to Germany. Uh, I actually went and lived for two years in Dresden in Germany with my um, husband. He was my boyfriend then. And that time was really difficult. This time was easier because I felt like I was more prepared. Yeah, like you knew what to expect. Yeah, I knew what it, what it would be like. Um, I had learned more German in the meantime. And I also had a new skill, which was teaching languages, so I could find work. Yeah, that makes a big difference, like being able to find a job and make money and be a little bit self-sufficient. Yeah, to, to have a life kind of outside of my husband is, is quite important. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you said, like, because you had been to Germany before for two years, that this time when you moved there, you knew what to expect. Um, what do you mean exactly by that? Like, how would you say that Germany is different from the U.S.? That's a complicated question. Um, <laughs> I guess it's just so different coming from Phoenix, Arizona, where uh, you drive in your car to go everywhere. You're mostly indoors because it's so hot. Um, everything is very convenient. You can find everything you need to a smaller city where you don't have all these options, where you mostly have to walk or take public transportation everywhere. Um, these were changes that we were actually happy about because we think they're, they're positive changes in our lifestyle, but it's still an adjustment. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It's For a lot of Americans, it's quite a shock coming to Europe and you just can't drive your car everywhere. It's not the same as in the US. Mm -hmm. Parking is not as convenient. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah oh, go ahead. It's definitely, it's something that, it's one of the reasons why we, we decided to do it, is we feel it's just a lot healthier for us. Um, 
and it's better for the environment of course so yeah yeah for sure and i had the privilege of visiting you in Gerlitz twice i think mm-hmm. uh, or maybe three times i can't remember but yeah it's yeah. a really it's a really nice nice town um a lot of people haven't heard about it though um you mentioned it's on the polish border mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that i thought was interesting was that you can actually walk across there's like a little river and you can walk across the border into poland like and it's like in the middle of the city pretty much yeah the old town bridge um which was rebuilt in 2004 i think around then um it connects the two sides and the polish side was actually before world war ii it was all one city and then they changed the borders between Germany and Poland to make it the river nicer. And so then about a third of our city was now in Poland and they call it Szkorzelec. And today, well, not today because of coronavirus, but typically you can just walk across and you don't even know that you're crossing into another country. Yeah, and then until you start hearing people speaking Polish, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it's really um, it's really great to be able to go over there and enjoy Polish cuisine and see things over there. I think uh, it's just one of the the really cool things about our city. Yeah, it's it's really unique. It's very well by definition, it's an international city, mm-hmm. which is cool. And another thing that I learned when I visited you there is that. Gerlitz has a nickname, which is Gerlywood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Could you tell me a little about that? So um, people may not have heard of Gerlitz before, but they may have heard of the director Wes Anderson, for example. He did the film uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Great movie. Um, and this film is full of scenes all around uh, Gerlitz, actually with the most famous being inside of the Kaufhaus, the uh, shopping department store here that is was built in Art Nouveau style. Um, it's currently empty, but if you see the hotel lobby inside of the film, that's filmed inside of this Kaufhaus. Yeah, that's cool. And for my listeners, if you haven't seen the film, The Grand Budapest Hotel, I would recommend it. It could be a good opportunity to improve your English and also see a part of Gerlitz, at least a small part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Tessa, what would you say is your favorite thing about living in Gerlitz? I think my favorite thing is how close it is to two borders, actually, not just the Polish border, but we're about 20 minutes away by car from the Czech border. And I think it's so great to be able to go and explore both of these countries in addition to Germany. Um, I just love discovering little villages or castles that I've never heard of. Yeah, it seems like if you were to visit Gerlitz, there would be a lot of cool day trips that you could take by car. There's a lot of interesting places around that area. Uh, what do you think is the most beautiful season in Gerlitz? Spring, summer, fall, or winter? Hmm. Well, I was really happy to just experience... It's still spring, but it's winding down into summer. Um, spring was so beautiful this year. 
um, especially because a lot of us were stuck in our neighborhoods. I did a lot of walking and I really enjoyed watching everything come to life and bloom this spring. Mm, yeah, I like spring too. Um, what's, it, what's the weather like there in the springtime? Um, it can be kind of changeable. It can rain one day and be sunny the next. Um, mm. But Gurlitz is actually pretty um, pretty mild as far as temperatures go. We have the most sun sunshine in any German city. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so the summer, do the summers get pretty hot? They can. Um, I heard actually this weekend we're going to get up to 30 Celsius, which is pretty warm for this time of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's usually only for a couple weeks that it's really hot in the summer, though. It's usually pretty comfortable. Yeah. Um, so if somebody were to visit Gerlitz, um, what would you recommend that they do in the summertime as like a like an outdoor activity if they only had time to do like one real thing like if they were there for just one day what would be a cool outdoor activity that people could do an outdoor activity besides just walking around the beautiful old town um, we have a lake just south of Gerlitz called Bertsdorf Lake and this was actually was an old coal mining pit that was filled in. And now it's this beautiful um, recreational area for all three countries where people come to swim, to windsurf, to sail, to ride bikes around the river or the lake, excuse me. Um, so I would recommend that in the summer. Cool. And if somebody visited Gerlitz in the winter, what would you recommend that they do as like the first thing that they should do, the most important thing? Well, you have to see our Christmas market, of course. Um, I really think our Christmas market is perfect in this region. It's been voted very highly. It's got the perfect size, in my opinion. Some, some Christmas markets can get very crowded, but ours is kind of cozy and small. Um, you can enjoy hot mulled wine and bratwurst and all among the scenery of the beautiful old town. Sounds awesome. Uh, that brings me to my next question, actually. Well, my last question, but it's kind of a two-part question. Um, so uh, recommendation for a place to eat in Gerlitz, your favorite place to eat, and also a recommendation for a place to drink a beer in Gerlitz. Okay. Um, well, I really enjoy eating on the Polish side of the border. Mm. And our favorite restaurant is just across the bridge, and it's called Przyjakubia, which probably have to spell for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. can maybe put that in the show notes. Um, and the best place to have a drink is this little bar called Salut. I think that's French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's got the best bartender in town. Oh, cool. Um, well, thanks a lot for coming on the show, Tessa. Um, do you want to tell people about your website? Sure. Uh, my website is called Tessa Approves, and I write uh, blog articles about different places that I explore in this region, in Germany, Poland, and Czechia. Um, 
And that's Tessa approves T E S S A A P P R O V E S dot com. Well, I'll put that in the show notes as well. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was really nice talking to you. Maybe I'll have to have you back on the show another time. All right. I hope you found that interview interesting. All the recommendations that Tessa gave for places to go in and around Gerlitz, I will put those in the show notes with links. Um, I just wanted to correct something. I had asked Tessa why Gerlitz has the nickname Gurleywood. It's not just because of the film The Grand Budapest Hotel. There are many other films that were at least partially filmed in Gerlitz. For example, Around the World in 80 Days with Jackie Chan, The Reader with Kate Winslet, and also the film within a film sequence in Inglorious Bastards. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go over to iTunes and take the time to give Immersive English a five-star rating and also recommend Immersive English to a friend. As always, thanks to the Young Pioneers for the intro and outro music, and thanks to you for listening. Take it easy, and I'll talk to you next time. Listening comprehension questions for episode eight. So the questions today have to do with uh, some words, some vocabulary that appeared in the interview. And the first word is college. I said that I had met Tessa when we went to college together in Arizona. So what does college mean? Number two is border. Uh, Tessa had explained that Gerlitz is a small city right on the Polish border. So what does the word border mean? Number three, to end up somewhere. I had asked Tessa that she's from Arizona, but I asked her, how did she end up in Gerlitz? So what does it mean to ask someone, how did you end up there? Number four is self-sufficient. Um, Tess had explained that when she moved to Gerlitz, it wasn't her first time living in Germany, but this time was different because she had a new skill, which was teaching. And I said that that makes a difference, being able to make money, find a job. It makes you more self-sufficient. So what does self-sufficient mean? Number five is the word convenient. Tessa had explained that in Phoenix, Arizona, you mostly you drive everywhere in your car because it's so hot and everything is very convenient. So what does that word mean, convenient? Number six is the word adjustment. So Tessa explained that it was an adjustment for her and her husband moving to Gerlitz because they had to walk everywhere or take public transportation which they weren't used to because in Phoenix, Arizona, mostly they would always drive everywhere. So it was an adjustment for them. What is adjustment? Number seven, nickname. Tessa explained that Gerlitz has a nickname and it's Gurleywood. 
So what is a nickname? Number eight, to hear of something. Tessa said, people may not have heard of Gerlitz before, but maybe they have heard of Wes Anderson or the film The Grand Budapest Hotel. So what does it mean to hear of something? Number nine is mild. Tessa explained that Gerlitz is pretty mild as far as temperatures go. What does that mean, mild? And number 10, the last one, bartender. Tessa said that the bar Salut has the best bartender in town. What's a bartender? The answers to these questions are posted on immersoexperiences.com.